Hey everybody, welcome to No Bones About Wrestling. I'm your host Asa, I'm here with Kay Fabulous. Hey. And this is your AEW Wrestle Dream Preview and Prediction Show. So let's get right to it. So we're going to give you a preview of the card, and uh, we, of course we compete on predictions. The winner receives the prestigious No Bones About Wrestling Prediction Championship belt, which Kay currently is defending. Yes, I am. So, and I will defend it to the death. She'll defend it till the death. Okay, well, we'll see about that. Not till the death, to the death. Like, right up until, right up until the point of death, and then, I'm, then I'll give up. And then you give up. <laughs> then I give up, yeah. Okay. Well, let's see how you do. Okay. Uh, this, I, uh... I'm presenting the card in the reverse order they presented it on television. So they kind of went top-down, it seemed. Uh, I don't know, but the reverse order they presented it on TV. Uh, first off, we got Swerve Strickland of the Mogul Embassy taking on Hangman Adam Page, former world champion. This is a big one here. Yeah. Uh, who you got, Kay? You don't want to talk about why it's a big one? Well, it's a big one, okay, because Swerve Strickland is, you know, kind of trying to fight his way up the ranks, and instead of, you know, trying to actually beat people of note, he's uh, accused Hangman Adam Page of maybe getting uh, favorable treatment because of his race, and Swerve has received unfavorable treatment because of his own race. So it's big because of where these guys stand on the card. It's big because of, you know, Swerve played the racism card in it. Mm-hmm. it and that's an interesting thing to to do, but you got to tread lightly when you do that, I think. I think I treaded lightly. Yeah, I just, you know, it's just a wrestling show at the end of the day, you know. Um, so... Yeah, and so Hangman Adam Page is not in the world title scene. He's kind of, you know, just outside of it. Swerve Strickland is knocking on that door trying to get into the the upper mid-card, and Hangman Adam Page is the the upper mid-card at the moment. So uh, that's that's why it's big, is Swerve is trying to basically take Hangman's spot. He wants what Hangman has. He wants his spot. Mm -hmm. He feels like he should... Uh, you know, be friends with the elite, I guess, and be hanging around, and he should be getting title shots, and he's not. You think Swerve thinks that he should be friends with the elite? I'm kidding around. I'm joking around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, in this match, I have my man, Swerve Strickland, winning. Who do you have? I also have Swerve winning, yeah. I think it would be it would be a it would be tough for his character if he lost this one. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Because that means if he loses, that means he is mid card. Yeah, that means everybody had it right. He is mid card. Mm-hmm. All the fans who don't think about him had it right. He is mid card. Do you think we see a member of the Mogul Embassy or Prince Nana get involved here? Yeah, yeah, of course. They're dirty yeah. cheaters. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure Prince and Nana will get involved, yes. Good. They will cheat to win, no doubt. Yeah. And and I think that, that cheating will be what takes down the hangman, yeah. 
this may just be the beginning of this feud. I'm not sure. These two, I think, are going to put on one hell of a match. I'm so excited. I think they will. This could steal the show. Mm-hmm. On a on a card full of, man, they named it right. Wrestle Dream, which sounds like a stupid name at first. But it's like, wow, what what else do you call this? This card is really just fantastic, I think. Except uh, for the women's match. No, yeah, except for the women's match. Which, you know, we love women's wrestling here, but... One half of that women's match, uh, Julia Hart, is no good. We'll talk about that when we get to it. Yeah. That's a shame. They put one women's match on the Wrestle Dream show, and it's a shitty one. Outside of that, the other nine matches look fucking fantastic. Uh, So, yeah, okay, we both pick and swerve Strickland on that one. Are we recording who picks what? I mean, we both have it written down. Okay. I usually put a star next to the ones we have that are different from each other. Okay. Next up, in a two out of three falls match, one you don't see a lot in the United States anymore, Uh, two out of three falls for the TNT title, the champion Christian Cage defends against Darby Allin. So this feud is is going going, and raging on here. Through the summer into the fall now. And Darby Allen has been TNT champion several times before. He wants that belt back. That, And again, we're talking about spots. That kind of shows that, that you are the top, the top of the mid card. You're the upper mid card, you know. And Darby Allen wants that. Uh, he wants that back. But I think more than that, he wants to shut Christian's mouth, you know. He just wants to beat Christian. Uh, I think the belt doesn't have as much to do with it as he just wants to beat Christian. So, Christian, of course, has been running around uh, constantly talking about, you know, give me uh, give me your, your mom's phone number, Nick Wayne, and mm-hmm. I'm going to your mom's house, and this and that, and whatever, you know, things he has mm-hmm. to say about Nick Wayne's mother. Nick Wayne, who's just 18 and just joined AEW. Um, and Darby Allen being friends with Nick Wayne, you know, kind of a, kind of a older brother figure to him, you know, doesn't, doesn't want to let this happen and, and has to shut Christian up. And this is the way he feels like he needs to do it in the wrestling ring. So the question is, who wins? I have Christian Cage winning. You have Christian winning. Because I think that it needs to be Nick Wayne that finally defeats him. So I think Darby's going to lose. What about you, Asa? Do you have the mom chaser or Darby Allen winning this? Well, uh, I am going with Christian Cage winning. Are you changing your answer right now? I'm changing my answer right now. Because I made such a good argument for him, for him winning. Did I change your mind? Maybe, maybe not. Is that cheating? That's not cheating. Oh, okay. It seems a little no. bit like cheating. Like no. you're copying off my test paper. No, I can think whatever the hell I want to think. Okay. So tell me why you're picking Christian. I'm picking Christian because they just put the title on him, and it just doesn't feel, just doesn't feel like it's time to take it off of him yet. It mm-hmm. doesn't feel like. 
he's had a good heel run of it yet. I mean, he just got his, you know, got his official reign started uh, at the last pay-per-view. Um, so it has not been that long, and I feel like it's got it's got legs, this, this title reign. You know, he's going to be a heel champion that should be chased by the, the face mid-carters. So is Darby Allen the top of that line of mid-carters? You know, is it just going to be Christian fighting Darby Allen again when it's time for him to lose the belt? Who knows? Uh, but I just don't feel like it's time for Christian to drop it just yet. Mm-hmm. Christian actually got the belt like a week and a half to two weeks ago. He won it on TV, not on a pay-per-view. Well, let's stand corrected. Do you have anything else you want to say about that match? About the three-way match or the the current match, the, the Christian-Darby match? The Christian-Darby match. No, I'm good. All right. So we're going to move on. The, the next match, uh, the winner gets an AEW World Tag Team title shot. Uh, not sure when, but they get one. Uh, so this is between the Young Bucks, the Guns, Hook and Orange Cassidy, and the Lucha Brothers. And, of course, the World Tag Team Champions are FTR at the moment, at least. So, Kay, who do you, who do you have here? I have the Young Bucks winning. Okay. Um... My explanation is going to give away who I think is winning at the other match. Is that okay? Yeah, I guess that's fine. I have Aussie Open beating FTR, and mm-hmm. so I really want to see the Bucks versus Aussie Open. So I picked the Bucks to win because that's the match I want to see the most. Because I felt like this was really difficult to pick uh, out of these these four teams. So I went with the match I'd want to see because it's Wrestle Dream, and it's my Wrestle Dream to see that. All right. Fair enough. Um I went, I went with the Guns uh, in this match for similar reasons. A lot of people would see him as, as maybe the underdog, or you'd probably see Hook and Orange Cassidy as the real underdogs. Uh, but the Guns are underdogs as well. Um, right, I think they're the only heel team in the match. So I think FTR is keeping their belts in the World Tag Team title match. So, so that's why I picked the Guns here. Uh, no story going on here, just, you know, three top teams, and for some reason, Hook and Orange Cassidy. Uh, I missed why they're in the running for an AEW tag team title shot. I'm clueless on that. But they're, they're at the door, at the door of one. Um, so it should be a, a heck of a match, um. Could be one of the matches of the night. Anytime you get the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers in the ring together, as we've seen in the past, uh, from their tag team belts against one another, uh, they do magic in the ring. So this this could be this could be a great one, uh, great four way match. It all depends on how well the Guns and Hook and Orange Cassidy work thrown into that mix. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. All right. Uh, up next, we have one for the AEW TBS Championship. And this is the only down note of the night, uh, I think. As we have the champion, Chris Statlander, defending against the woman who was on a rather 
large winning streak, Julia Hart. I believe she's won something like 25, 26 matches in a row, something along those lines. Um, but, of course, she's, she's not very good at wrestling. That's why I say it's a down note. Uh, not much of a wrestle dream. I think Kay already said it. It's a wrestle nightmare. She's not that bad. I was exaggerating. Well, no. Uh, well, yeah. She's she's not good. Uh, she is improving, though. I will give her that. But she's not good. Uh, she's not getting good at, at the rate that she deserves to be on a pay-per-view of this magnitude. And especially if it's the one women's match on the show... She certainly does not deserve to appear in that if if they're only doing one women's match, which is unfortunate. Uh, again, I'm, I sound like a broken record, I'm sure, but I'll keep saying it. You know, you do a show with ten matches, you should have two women's matches at least, I'd say. I think that's a, a fair number. Um, two or three women's matches, not just one. And they have the ladies in in the division. Uh, I mean, they have Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, sitting on the sideline. Uh, Hikaru Shida. Hikaru uh, Tony Storm, Ruby Soho, uh, the other in the outcasts. Soraya? She, she has the main belt. Right. Well, uh, my point is that's my point. She's oh, sitting oh, on the yeah. sitting on the sidelines for this pay per view as well. Just all this talent sitting on the sidelines and and not getting an opportunity to to showcase that talent, mm-hmm. you know, show off that talent rather. So my prediction on this one, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with Julia Hart, giving a, a such a long winning streak to someone who can't wrestle. Um, it doesn't make their company look good. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It really doesn't. And she's not horrific. She's not horrific, but she's not good. Um, and it, like as I said, it doesn't make AEW look good. And, and if they put the TBS title on her, then it really makes them not look good. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Chris Statlander, who is someone who can actually have a match. Go in there and have a match. Uh so I'm predicting Chris Statlander pretty much just because I'm hoping that Chris Statlander wins. And I, I hope that the matches that she's had uh, during her reign as TBS champion have shown Tony Khan that, yeah, she's in the spot she deserves to be in and uh, keep her there for a little bit. What do you have to say, Kay? I also have Chris Statlander winning. Because if Julia Hart wins, I'm going to turn into, like, a purple rage monster. Um, she doesn't deserve this title shot. She doesn't deserve her win streak. Well, she's not bad, but she's not good, you know? And so, I mean, the women we named when we were naming... I she is bad. She is bad. I would say she's not bad. I would say she's oh, just okay. not good. Okay. Um, but uh, the uh, the women you were naming are not mid-card women, and the TBS belt's a mid-card belt. But I feel like there are a lot of women at the mid-card level that could be chasing that belt and could have a good match against Chris Statlander on Wrestle Dream, 
who the fuck's wrestle dream is to see Julia Hart wrestle Chris Statlander? Yeah, I don't know. Like, 13-year-old boys? I mean, that's yeah. the only thing I can think of. Yeah, she's she's attractive, and she has a good entrance. I can say that for Julia Hart. Yeah. And that's about as far as her clothes are cool. Mm-hmm. I like her hat. <laughs> that's about as much as I can say. I like that she does the mist. Yeah. That, that I'm, uh, I will give to her. The black mist is awesome. Yeah. But anyone can spit on people, you know? Right, like, right. It doesn't, it doesn't, uh, they're, ugh. That's yeah. all I have to say. All right. So not a wrestle dream there. So we head back to the wrestle dream part of the card. Um, all the men's matches are a dream. And the uh, world tag team champions of AEW, FTR, are defending their belts against Aussie Open. It's okay. Who do you have in this one? I have Aussie Open winning, mainly because it's time for FTR's reign to be over. They have started just having glorified jobber matches, um, and I'm ready for new champs. So I'm giving it to Aussie Open. They just lost the ROH tag titles, which I found very surprising, but it would make sense for them to lose it if they were going to go after the AEW titles and win. Plus then, like I said, we could get Aussie Open versus the Young Bucks, which I would totally be down for. What about you? So for this one, I picked FTR just because I thought just the opposite. I thought their their reign has not been nearly long enough. Their reign's just gotten started uh, with the tag team titles. They've held, had, had the belt since before Collision was a show. That's not that long. It's longish. It's not that long. That's like three months long ago. Enough, long that's enough. Not, for, it's like three months ago. Long enough for me to be tired of it. It's like two months, two and a half months ago or something like that. Yeah. And anyways, so FTR have, have had the belts. Uh, they're just getting started with uh, their title reign. And uh, Aussie Open is just one of the first teams that they'll face in it. So I don't think it's the time to to take the the belts off of them. If they were going to lose them, I would like it to be to a team like Aussie Open. But as as I said, again, I I don't think they're losing them here. Uh, I think, you know, FTR, they signed the new contracts with AEW. Uh, You know, now they've gotten the belts. Before, their their reigns weren't as long uh, as, as they could have been. But now, this time, I feel like they are going to have a rather long reign with the AEW World Tag Team titles. Maybe you're talking about 10 months or a year or so like that. I thought you thought they were going to lose it to Jay White and Juice Robinson like a month ago when they had... I wanted them to. Oh, oh, I thought There's you... a difference. Oh, I, see, I, see, I wanted I them to. Yeah. Um, but I think this, this title reign will be rather longish. So, yeah, so I picked FTR. All right, moving on. The Ring of Honor World Tag Team title. Uh, MJF is defending in a handicap match against the Righteous uh, because his partner, Adam Cole, uh, blew up his ankle. Um, 
So, who do you like in this one, Kay? MJF or The Righteous? I like The Righteous. I liked The Righteous when Adam Cole was in the match. I like The Righteous even more with Adam Cole out of the match. Um, They don't need to keep the tag belts on a tag team where one of them can't wrestle and won't be able to wrestle for a while. Um, Plus, they just introduced The Righteous to AEW. They just started building them up to pull all the wind out of their sails by having them lose to MJF by himself mm-hmm. would make them look that would kill them. That would that would kill their their momentum. Yes it would. No. To lose a handicap match for the titles? Yes. No, I'll tell you why. Cuz it it's a handicap match in in name, but we know at AEW anybody who wants to can come running down to the ring and interfere in the match. He doesn't have any friends. His only friend is the friend that can't run because he's injured. Maybe somebody wants to make a friend. Do you think Roderick Strong's going to run down? I I was kind of thinking that Roderick Strong might run down, yeah. And in some weird... Yeah, MJF is getting his ass beat by these two freaks. And then MJF's dying out there. And who runs down? Roderick Strong triumphantly ripping off the neck brace. And who's there waiting with his hand out for the hot tag? Roderick Strong, and he's there to save MJF. And so what... he enters the match as a person? Like as a tag person? Yeah. Not like just yeah. interfering, but as, he becomes as, the tag as a partner. a participant, yes. And he becomes MJF's tag team partner, yes. And he's there to help defend the belts with him. Yeah. And that's that's what I could see happening. Well, and then that, 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 that throws a, a wrench in. That's what I would do, at least. Uh that throws a wrench in, in further in with the MJF and, and Adam Cole friendship uh, storyline. Um, well, how is that a wrench? Well, because... That's like tape and glue to stick them together as a trio now. You know, it would endear Roderick Strong to MJF, who's been very anti-Roderick Strong, which has caused a strain in the relationship well, between well, Strong, but, Strong but, and Cole. But the, uh, what the hell are they called? The Kingdom. The Kingdom are still around. So it would make them jealous. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to do whatever, what have you, to try and get their new buddy, Roderick Strong, mm-hmm. back. You get me? Yeah, I don't know about all that. I think give it to the to the cult weirdos that I love. So, after all that being said, I'm picking the righteous. Oh, wait, what? Oh, okay. Uh, I'm picking the righteous to win. But you don't think they're going to win? Man, I'm really feeling now like they're not going to win. I just just feel like something's going to happen in MJF. I feel like they're going to drop the belts, yeah. Yeah. Some some zaniness is going to happen. And here, again... Unfortunately, what people are not going to remember is who wins or loses the tag team titles. What they will remember is the zaniness that happens to end mm-hmm. the match. So that'll suck for the righteous if they win the belts, but nobody remembers the match except mm-hmm. for what happened between MJF and Adam Cole. Yeah. But sometimes that's what happens in wrestling. So I could see Roderick Strong doing that run-in, becoming the tag partner, and then him costing MJF the match... So the righteous get the belts, and then you have the drama of 
oh, he was trying to help, but he lost us to the belts, you know? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Problem solved. Yeah. Yeah, there you so go. So the righteous are still winning. So you have the righteous. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, pro- and we'll say probably Roderick Strong running down triumphantly mm-hmm. and, and to, to get involved, yeah? Will he be wearing his hospital gown until he reaches the ring? Maybe. I think neck brace for sure. <laughs> I'm going to say maybe. All right. Uh, next, we got Absolute Ricky Starks versus Wheeler Utah of the Blackpool Combat Club. This one just kind of came out of nowhere. They just needed the match. Ricky Starks was interviewing. Wheeler Utah came up to him and said, I don't like you. And now we have a match. So, I got nothing to say about this one other than who do you think is going to win? I have Ricky Starks winning. He has been getting a push. And I feel like they're trying to really put a big spotlight on him. And having him lose to Wheeler Yuta, who is the person who always gets pinned in Blackpool Combat Club matches, would not be a great look for him. Um especially because of how out of nowhere this match was. It seems like it was just an excuse to have Ricky Starks be able to have a match on the pay-per-view. So I'm giving it to Starks. Yeah, I, I agree. Same same thing. Uh, same feelings, basically. I think it's it's just to have Ricky Starks get a pay-per-view win. Uh, yeah, that's about all I have to say about this one. Uh, Ricky Starks has been phenomenal for them lately, and I think they just wanted to get him on this pay-per-view. And so that's that's what they're doing. And this uh, this will probably be a very good match. As as you could say for, you know, for all of these, again, except the women's match, you could say for all of these matches. Uh, up next, we have... a. A match involving three title belts, but it's only for two of the title belts. Once again, the title belt scene in AEW is out of hand. Completely out of hand. We have the Ring of Honor World Champion and New Japan Strong Openweight Champion, Eddie Kingston. He is putting both of his belts on the line against the Ring of Honor Pure Champion, Katsuyori Shibata. Uh, this is not a pure match. It is not for the pure championship. Uh, only for Kingston's two belts. And this one came, from my knowledge, came out of absolutely nowhere as well, right? Do you do you know where this came from? Well, the week before, Katsuyori Shibata showed up on AEW in a promo saying that he was going to have a match at Wrestle Dream. And was like almost like an open challenge. He didn't yeah. have an opponent, but he said he was going to be wrestling. Yeah. And then the next week is when Eddie Kingston said that he was going to have his match against him. Mm-hmm. Which I thought it was going to be a pure match, so I'm a little bummed about that. Because I was excited to see like a pure rules match be on a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Um, but that appears to not be the case since his belt's not on the line. It's not a pure match. But I have Eddie Kingston winning this. Um, one, because Eddie just won the Ring of Honor uh, world title. And 
I can't see him dropping it like in his first defense of it almost, you know? Um, and also he just canceled all of his indie dates, indie appearances, mm-hmm. uh, so that he can focus on defending and promoting Ring of Honor and New Japan. So I don't see him losing the belts and canceling all his indie dates. Yeah. Same thing. I have nothing more to say about this match. Same thing. I'll, I'll leave it at that. I love Katsuyori Shibata. That's the only other thing I have to say about this match. Let's see. That I, that I don't agree with. You don't love Katsuyori Shibata? I'm fine with him. I'm not going to say I love him. I'm fine he's with awesome. Him. He's good. No, he's awesome. Good. He's very good. Uh, we got two matches left here. And one, we have Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, and Kota Ibushi taking on the Callus family, Sammy Guevara, uh, New Japan UK champ Will Ospreay, and Konosuke Takeshita. So, Kay, who do you have winning here? Hold on a second, I'm changing who I have winning. Um, I have Osprey, Takeshita, and Guevara winning. Um, when I originally wrote down Jerrica, Omega, and Ibushi, I totally forgot Will Osprey was on the other team. So I'm going with Osprey and his crew. Let's see. Plus, I think this they're just building this feud. Really, Sammy just turned. It doesn't make sense to have Jericho get a win over him. In his first Callus family defense, you know. Mm. What about you? Yeah, the same. I kept, you know, I kept thinking. You know, this seems like it would be a big win for the heels, and I kept thinking, is there any reason the faces need to win this one? No, no, I can't think of it. So I, I think the heels mm-hmm. should win. Yeah. Because it seems like a bigger deal for them to win. Uh, so I picked Guevara, Osprey, and Takeshita to win here. Uh, I just I don't see the heels taking a loss. It would it would derail their momentum entirely if mm-hmm. Jericho, Obe- Omega, and Ibushi beat them this early. Uh, it would, yeah, it it would not be good for the Callus family. I mean, they're going to take some losses, you know. But just one this quickly, I, I just, uh, I don't think it would be good for them. No. So. All right. And what I think is going to be the main event of the show, actually, um, is Brian Danielson is taking on New Japan World Television Champion Zack Sabre Jr. In a match a lot of people are saying, you know, or. uh, the two best wrestlers in the world. Some people would say uh, two of the best uh, wrestlers in the world. Anybody with a brain would, would say. Yeah, for sure. Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr., definitely. I think you could say t- the best two technical wrestlers in the world. You uh, wouldn't say that? I wouldn't say that, for sure, no. No. Hmm. I would say that. Mm-hmm. I declare... Um, so this is my wrestle dream. This has been a match I've wanted to see for like, I don't know, since I knew Zack Sabre Jr. existed basically, um, since like the first time I saw him wrestle. Uh, 
I have Zack Sabre Jr. winning because I think Danielson has made it clear that he wants to kind of wind down his career. Mm-hmm. And so there's no reason for him to get this win over Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, I picked Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, you know, he's still with New Japan. Uh, and as Kay said, Danielson is is winding his career down, talking about his last year as a as really an active pro wrestler. We'll see. But that's what he's saying. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I don't see a reason, same, same thing she said, I don't see a reason why Danielson needs to win when it could put over someone who's not as well known, like a Zack Sabre Jr., um, who in, in, in our circles may be very well known, but in the casual circles, you know, nobody knows who the fuck he is, you know. So it would be a big win in that in that way for Zack Sabre Jr., for some of the maybe newer AEW fans to see him get a win. So I'm I'm picking Zack Sabre Jr. to win, yeah. Although that that one could go either way. I was going to say, I, I I'd was say it's like 51-49 on that one. See, I feel pretty sure about that one. Hmm. I'm not sure. I feel less sure about the Aussie Open FTR one and the Young Bucks one. Those are my two that I feel like the the least certain about. Which is the match uh, to which you're the most looking forward? Aside from Danielson versus Sabre? No, I mean, is that the one that you're looking forward to? That's the one I'm most looking forward to, yeah. Yeah, me too. Danielson versus Sabre. What about after that? When we say aside from Danielson versus Sabre... Man, aside from that, that is hard to pick. Do you know already? Sure, of course I know. What? Uh, Osprey Takeshita Guevara versus Jericho Omega and Ibushi. Hands down. Second best match of the night. It's gotta, gotta be. I think you're probably right. Yeah. Definitely I'm gonna right. go with that one. Yeah. I'm gonna go with that one too as my second best, yeah. The surprise that could steal the show, I'm going with Swerve and Hangman. Definitely could, yeah. Those guys are gonna... I could... I wonder what's gonna go on first on this night of uh of amazing matches. It's hard to say. The world champion isn't wrestling. I mean he is, but it's a, a handicap match. Maybe put on MJF versus the Righteous first. Hmm. You know? That way MJF can go home. Well that way the world champion's first, you know. Mm-hmm. Because he's not going to be last. Because he's not going to be last, yeah. It's a thought. It's a good idea. So, that's... I don't know what they'll put on first. Who knows? Who knows? I I bet you they'll probably not put on Statlander versus Hart first. Mm-hmm. But any other match could be first. Have any matches been announced for Zero Hour? Not that I've heard. Surprising. It is surprising. I guess they have two shows before. They have one show. You just haven't watched Dynamite. No, they have two shows. They have Rampage. Oh, they and have Collision. two shows. I wasn't yeah. counting Rampage. Yeah. Yeah, they have two shows between now and then. All right. Any other any other predictions or what is what are you looking for at Wrestle Dream? I think we're gonna have an appearance by someone new. Someone new. Now, so Tony Khan has said it's the end of an era. 
Yeah, he had some quote saying it's the end of an era, something like it's the end of an era and the beginning of another. Mm-hmm. And people during the the press week, you know, uh, during this week have asked him what what in the world does that mean? And of course, he just tells everyone, "I want people to order the pay per view. I want you to see the pay per view." So. Do you think it's got something to do with the Max deal? That's what a lot of people have said. Um, so I don't know. There has not been a Tony Khan has a big announcement listed for the card, so. That's true. Hmm. So maybe this is too big for a Tony Khan has a big announcement. Announcement. Like what? Like someone new? Could be that. Could be. I don't know. What if? What if? Edge, Goldberg, and Mercedes Monet all come out holding hands, skipping out down to the ring. That would be something. That would be something. It could happen. (laughs) (laughs) See, I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting to find out what it is. Mm-hmm. He seems to imply that we will find out on the on the pay-per-view. Hmm. So, who knows? Well, who back knows? to my original question. Do you think anyone new is going to show up? Um, I think there's... I think we might see Mercedes Monet. Uh, but I'm not sure what... If she is officially signed, what is holding it up? If if she was injured, what the deal is? What, I'm not sure what where that is. That's, but so that's why I say maybe maybe Mercedes Monet. Mm-hmm. That's that's my best guess. Because um, if he signed anyone else, he certainly or, or anyone else has been. You know. Uh, if he signed anyone else, he's definitely. Kept it close to him, Tony mm-hmm. Khan. So I, I don't know. You know, could, could be one of the people WWE let go, but usually they put a ninety day no compete clause in their contracts. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So I highly doubt it. Um, yeah. So Just no, I guess is my see. answer. Yeah. But but we'll wait and see. Well, so I guess Mercedes Monet and otherwise no, I don't think mm-hmm. we'll see anybody new. Uh, what about you? No? I think someone's showing up. Someone's showing up? I think someone big is showing up. Like who? Well, they didn't have anyone big show up at All In or All Out. Yeah. The time has come for a new big person. I don't know who. Oh, okay. I think either Edge Goldberg or Mercedes Monet. Goldberg is definitely a possibility. Um, a lot of people don't want it. A lot of fans would love to see it. He's old, getting older. But, you know, he's still got it. He's still an athlete. Uh, he's lost a lot of the mystique he had, but a lot of the mystique he had was because of his... We didn't know anything about him, and he was undefeated. You know, that was the mystique of, of Goldberg. And he came in there like a like a bull in a china shop. Came into the ring every week. Um, he really had it going for him at his first couple of years in the business. But... He uh he still has you know he's still Goldberg you know he's still the killer you know that that type of uh, uh mentality you know he'll, he'll come in he'll get you 
So a lot of people would like to see Goldberg. Uh, so there's a possibility of that. Um, so who knows? Edge, I don't know. Maybe his contract was done in, in a different way. It seems like, like that send-off he got in Toronto seems like he is done with WWE. Will Is he done with wrestling? I don't know. Uh, and he posted a thing online recently, or a letter kind of to fans, mm-hmm. where it seemed like, honestly, he didn't know if he was done with wrestling. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows? It seemed like a letter you'd put out if you weren't really yeah. done with wrestling, but you didn't want fans to know for sure that you weren't done. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they can join us for a watch-along on Sunday, and we can all find out together. That's true. We'll be doing a watch-along starting around uh, well, well, starting with 7 p.m. with the Zero Hour. Uh, it'll be on our YouTube channel. Uh, we're doing it with Last Week in Wrestling. Uh, Dylan over there was nice enough to invite us, mm-hmm. so we're going to do the, the watch-along with them. And, uh, again, it'll be on our YouTube channel starting at 7 p.m. So just join us. Join us on the YouTubes. <laughs> and uh, it'll be like having us right in your living room. Yeah, we'll all watch it together. Yeah. So uh, I did have uh, one announcement. Uh, if, you, if you hadn't heard, if you hadn't read on the website, we're no longer uh, doing WWF TV shows. We're no longer covering them, I should say. Uh, so we're only covering WWE PLEs from here on out. So just one show per month for WWE. Uh, we're trying to lighten the load. And then, you know, hopefully by just just concentrating on AEW, it will make our AEW coverage that much better. So uh, that's what we're doing is we're just focusing on AEW and we'll be doing the premium live events of WWE and the pay-per-views of Ring of Honor. Uh, but we'll continue our AEW coverage will remain unchanged. Uh, we'll still be covering uh, Collision and Dynamite and the pay-per-views, of course. Um, so, and uh, our AEW show this week in AEW will remain coming out on Tuesdays. Uh, Tuesday afternoon, early early evening, really, is when you should usually look for it to be up, around maybe around 7 p.m.-ish. Uh, that's when we hope to have it up, 7 p.m.-ish around on Tuesdays. So, folks, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, please subscribe, 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 and rate us. Please rate us. Five bones, five stars, whatever you're allowed to give us. Give us the max. And uh, go to our YouTube. There's new content heading your way this week on it. Uh, there, There are some of our podcasts on there. Of course, just just in audio form, uh, but then there's also some uh, other things, uh, some unboxings of, of different items and some unwrappings of AEW trading cards and things like that. Just some some neat little videos to check out. And Halloween Havoc watch-alongs. And Halloween Havoc watch-alongs. We've done two so far, and you can use them as a watch-along for yourself. You just start the video, and about. Ten minutes into the video, we'll do a countdown uh, where we tell you when when to press play on your Peacock account with that Halloween Havoc. And then you just press play, and it's like we're doing it live. We're right there with you. So uh, enjoy those. And we're going to be doing more Halloween Havoc, but we'll talk about that later. And 
As Mick Foley would say. As Mick Foley would say, have a nice day. Bye.